You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. I'm Buzz Knight, and this is the Taken a Walk Music History on Foot podcast. Kindly follow us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, or wherever else you get your podcast. And if you want to leave us a review, that would be great as well. And please uh, share this podcast with a friend. That would be uh, really cool. Today, we speak with a founding member of a band that is celebrating five decades of work. Uriah Heep is a UK rock institution and a global institution, and they blazed a trail that intersected progressive hard rock, ultimately becoming heavy metal. And Mick Box is the distinguished lead guitarist from Uriah Heep. They just released a new studio album called Chaos and Color. And welcome, Mick, to Taking a Walk. Mick, thank you for being on Taking a Walk. How does it feel releasing a new album in 2023? It feels fantastic, I have to say. You know, it's our 25th album. Um, We're 53 years young, and we're out there having the time of our lives, you know. So, um, yeah, very happy about it. So let's talk about this uh, chaos and color. Uh, First of all, where does the title come from, Chaos and Color, Mick? 
Well, it's the it's the, um, the the title of the album that I got. You know, I gave the album that title simply because it was written in the chaotic times of the pandemic, and I firmly believe that you know through the difficult times that we all went through, um, I think music helped a lot of people through those times, and so the colour is the music. So, um, how long was this process of creating this new album, and maybe talk about it from the standpoint of um, you know COVID and getting folks together and, you know, creating. Sure, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things that we, you know, we were in that insecure time with Cody when you never knew when it was going to end or if it was ever going to end. And we were, you know, avidly watching the government's instructions to see when it would open up or if it would ever open up. And then when there was a hint of that, we decided as a band to start writing for the new album and, and do a new album. And so we all started getting ideas together. Um, it was a bit different because normally, like me and the keyboard player, would get in the same room together and bounce off ideas. But we had to send it, you know, do it by FaceTime and Zoom and, and all those other mediums. So it was a very long-winded way of doing it. But, you know, nevertheless, we come up with the goods, which was good. And so we, we just waited until the government said, OK, we can all be in the same room together. And we organised it that we go in a studio um, and record the album. Well, we did. We got Jay Rustin, our producer, who produced our previous album, Living the Dream, over from Los Angeles. He came in and we recorded it in 17 days. And even within that 17 days, we went off and, and headlined a festival on the Welsh mountains um, called Steelhouse Festival. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty hectic, but, you know, we, we, it, it was great fun. You know, the, the impetus of all being together, the band banter, and the fact that we were all playing together in the same room was, was an, an immense feeling. So when did you first know that you were hooked as a musician? I was um, 14 years old. And um, I went to see a band called Johnny Kidd and the Pirates um, that were an English band, and they had a hit with Shaking All Over with a great guitar riff. And I saw that, and I remember the guitar name. It, it, uh, he, he, was a, he was a great guitarist. He was the, like the guitarist at the time, if you like. Um, and he was um, inspirational to me, you know. It just it, it resonated with me. The next band I saw was Them, um, who had Van Morrison singing with them, and they had another great uh, guitar riff with Van Please Don't Go. So between those two, I was hooked, <laughs> and um, guitar bound, as they say. <laughs> Did anybody ever try to talk you out of it, like your parents or anybody else? No, no, my, my, my father died when I was a very young lad, so... Um, my mother brought me up, and she was very supportive in every, every regard. Yeah, she, she couldn't have been more wonderful, to be honest. Can you talk about some of the other influences uh, that really impacted uh, you early on? Yes, I was um, very into jazz because um, my mother could afford um, a few guitar lessons for me, and the guitar teacher in the East End of London where I was living, um, he used to be the second guitarist of Django Reinhardt. Um, then the great jazzist. So um, all my early learnings were leaning to all jazz guitarists. So, you know, I used to listen to um, Les Paul, Mary Ford and Barney Castle and Tal Farlow um, and all those type players, you know. And then my love sort of for music grew out of that and into more rocky stuff with um, Eddie Cochran and Buddy Holly and people like that until um, we got into the 70s and uh, then it was all hell let loose with that, you know, Uriah Heat, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple. <laughs> I mean, you guys were at the, the intersection and creation of, uh, of, of so many sounds from, 
the sort of a progressive rock sound, then to a, a harder rock sound, which would ultimately then sort of turn kind of metal. Um, I mean, how does it feel to have such an influence on uh, genres of music? I think it feels wonderful, you know, and um, that th- we had that sort of impact. Because at the time we were writing the book without knowing it, if you like, um, and um, in pioneers of classic rock music as we know it today. Um, it, was, it was an exciting time, and I have to say, the things that are missing in today with musicians is the, the, the individuality. And I, I can only explain that very briefly, that, you know, with, with Deep Purple, um, I never played guitar like Richie. Richie didn't play like me. We didn't play like Tony Iommi. You know, nobody played like Jimmy Page. And, and that went for all the, you know, musicians, the bass players, drummers, singers, keyboard players. Everyone was an individual. And it was just some of those parts that gave each of those bands that particular flavor. Um, and sound, if you like, and identity. And um, I think that's missing a bit today because everyone seems to be sounding alike, looking alike, and being alike. And that creative period that you described there, I mean, were you guys obviously uh, friendly but competitive with each other, with uh, all the bands, you know, Deep Purple and Zeppelin? And, yeah, I mean, we, were, we were very friendly very friendly with all of them, you know. It was all a very healthy competitiveness, if you like, you know. Um, yeah, there was nothing um, sinister about it at all. Um, you know, everyone was just trying to, you know, make their own way in the world, you know, and um, and getting on with life as you know it, you know. I mean, funny enough, in one of the rehearsal places we used to rehearse in London, which was called the Hamwell Community Centre in Acton, which wasn't really a rehearsal room. It was like, a, you know, two big halls. And the one side of it was Deep Purple and the other side was Uriah Heap. <laughs> so it was a hell of a racket going on that day. <laughs> Mick, how important is having a sense of humor in the business that you're in? Oh, listen, um, when, I, when I talk to the guys and we're going out on tour, I say, the first thing you have to pack is your sense of humor. <laughs> You know, and we're a band that survives on that. You know, we've we, we've got a lot of band banter, and um, and and humour, and it does. It really it really helps you get through you know any difficult times that you may come across, of course. So talk about uh, evolution, especially up to this moment with you know the new uh, the new album. Obviously, Uriah Heep will always have as its backbone, you know, that great Hammond organ, and you know the guitar wah and all that, but uh, talk about how a band uh, evolves and how you guys have evolved up to the present. Yeah, we, we went in um, the studio as a, a four-piece called Spice, and then we started hearing our songs back, and um, I decided that, you know, maybe a keyboard might embellish the songs and, and, and bring more out of them, and I was a big Hammond organ fan with Mark Stein of the Vanilla Fudge. And so the Hammond organ seemed to be the perfect instrument to, to cover all the genres of music that we were playing at the time. And, you know, because you know, the Hammond organ could be very, you know, very romantic, very gentle, very bluesy, very rocky, be very aggressive. You know, it could have everything that, you know, our music was saying at the time. So we got a keyboard player in called Hans, Ken Hensley. He joined us. And with that template of music, music changing, uh, we decided to change our name and we chose Uriah Heap because... You know, that was the, 
It was the 100th birthday of Charles Dickens at the time, and there was posters all over buses and uh, films and BBC uh, TV and radio and everything. And our manager took his two sons to see a film adaption of one of Charles Dickens' novels called David Copperfield. And, of course, the character in that was this evil character called Uriah Heep. And uh, he came back and suggested to us, because we're looking for a new name, and, and we thought, yeah, why not, you know, to take such a, a character from such a um, notable uh, novelist as, you know, Charles Dickens was was wonderful. So, and he stayed with us ever since, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so amazing. And um, I know you have a a charity uh, that's a cancer charity that's uh, near and dear to you. Uh, can you talk about that one? Yes, certainly. Um, it's the Nightingale Support Charity in, in, in London, in the UK, um, in the east end of London, where, where, I, where I live, north London, in fact, right now. And um, it started with, um, you know, I don't think anybody that I know hasn't been touched with that awful disease of cancer, so I felt I had to do something. And I, I started this thing on my website called um, The Shirt Off My Back. And the idea was that if I was wearing a shirt and I was on videos and, you know, the whole tour, and I'd auction off at the end, you know, the highest bidder and, and give the money to, to charity, well, that kind of grew and grew. And we outgrew that. It's, it's guitars, wah-wah pedals, trousers, um, everything, you know, socks, you name it, shirts, um, all sorts of memorabilia and stuff like that, you know, and, and it raised a lot of money for a great cause, and, and I'm very happy to be able to give back like that. That's so nice. So what's an average day like for you these days? I know you've got a dog and you take the dog for a walk. So uh, what is a typical day for Mick? Yeah, I've got a, an English setter called um, Domino, um, who's a scallywag, <laughs> the most beautiful dog. Um, you know, we go out for a walk in the morning. Um, then I'll come back, probably have a cup of tea and a bit of breakfast, and then go out in my office. Um, I may pick up the guitar and do some writing, or I'll have to take care of business with emails like we all do, you know, to keep on top of things. Um, I have a little sift around all the social media sites to see what's going on and see what people are writing about us, you know, and, and hopefully getting, you know, reading all the reviews of the new album. And, and then back to the guitar and a bit more writing, and generally like that, and then I take the dog out again later on. And then um, my wife will come home from work, and we'll just have a nice family dinner, and that'll be the day. Sounds like a beautiful day. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, being home is, 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 is wonderful, you know, because... Um, Pre-COVID, we used to go out, you know, touring 62 countries around the world, so really used to get out there, you know, and um, so it's nice to... It's, 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 the perfect thing is to have the great balance between being out on tour and being home, you know. And I think when you come home, you take off your rock and roll hat and you put your family hat on, you know, and you immerse yourself in everything that, that they've been missing, which is great, and I love doing it. So I know the band's going to... Uh go out on tour. Um, I want to talk about that in a second, but um, some of the favorite gigs and lineups at these gigs that you've played over the years, I know festivals have been a big part of uh, Uriah Heap, but who are some of the, the great gigs and lineups and, and where? Um, you know, that's very difficult to say because we've done so many, you know, um, I think, you know, we, we did a tour of America with, with Judas Priest, which was fantastic. Um, great guys, you know, great camaraderie between us all. Um, 
plus the fact, you know, every night when you think about it, with their their their, their, their being 50 years old, us being 50 years old, it was kind of like 100 years of um, rock and metal on the stage every night, you know, so it was really cool. Um, but, you know, we've done so many tours. I mean, back in the early days, I think there's one special lineup that, that um, I, I really love citing, simply because in those days you didn't have the pigeonholes of, of, of touring where, you know, promoters now put three or four classic rock bands together, three or four metal bands together, three or four blues bands together. In, back in those days, it was either good or bad music, you know, and that was the only dividing line. And one of the lineups that we, we, we did, there was us headlining, and supporting us was Earth, Wind & Fire, and underneath that was ZZ Top. <laughs> so it, it just shows you how music has moved away from those good and bad days, and it's just, you know, each tour has its own genre, if you like, um, which is a shame to me, because I used to like those crossover tours. Yeah, I remember some of uh, those lineups I used to observe at, like, the Fillmore East and the Fillmore West, and, yeah, they were always, like, completely diverse, and they put a smile on your face because it was great music, right? Yeah, I, th I thought the diversity was, was a winner in, in every regard, you know, because you you certainly weren't um, preaching to the converted, were you? You know, you had a, a, a partial audience that you've got to, you know, convince to come on your side, and I think that was all very, very healthy. So you guys are going to go out and do some touring, and it will include some festivals in support of the new release, Chaos and Color, right? Yeah, 100%. You know, they're, they're formulating all our um, festivals, summer festivals in Europe, and then we'll start the the, the, the proper long touring, um, hopefully through Europe and through USA and Canada. Um, prior to that, though, me and Bernie, our singer, we're going out um, in April with a thing called Rock Meets Classic that only, only happens in Germany, but it's with a 40-piece orchestra, and that's great fun. We do three or four songs. I think that the Joey Tempest from Europe does a few, Dee Schneider from Twisted City does a few, and um, it's, it's a great, great, great night out, you know, and uh, so that, that'll be a bit of fun before we hit the festivals and then start the serious touring for Cows and Colour. Well, I want to uh, congratulate you on Chaos and Color. Uh, it's a great accomplishment. It's an uplifting uh, and motivating sound. And um, you are uplifting and motivating by your energy, sir. And I'm uh, grateful that you took the time to be on Taking a Walk. Well, thank you very much, my friend. Um, I much appreciate that, you know. And, and long may we last. <laughs> Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.